thoughts. Ten, ten, ten foil thoughts. Is it you? Is it me? Or is it all of us? Ten foil thoughts. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Ten Foil Thoughts. Now, this is going to be a solo episode. I'm going to share a quick little story, a little ghost story, and hopefully there's more of these to come. So let me start by giving you an address. 208 Norton Street, Hereford, Texas, 79045. Now, this is a two-bedroom, one-bath, and at the time, I shared a room with my older sister, who's about three years older. And two parents, two children, that's who lived in this house at the time. So the year is about 1989, and this is going on, I think it was about summertime because I knew, know for a fact we didn't have school the following day. So I was able to go to sleep a little late. So take in mind, I was the last one to go to bed, you know, turned everything off, got my water, went, went into the room, tried to be quiet as much as possible. You know, I'd stayed up watching cartoons or whatever I could watch on, on the TV, you know, it's a you're four or five years old, so you want to do whatever you want to do and stay up as late as you can. But to be honest, probably about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, it was already getting too late for me to stay up. So last one to go to sleep, I walk into the room, set myself up and lay down. I just remember kind of laying there and kind of closing my eyes and slowly started drifting off. But this particular night, I could remember for a fact, I would slowly start drift, drifting off and I'd wake up. For some reason, I'd look into the hallway Obviously, the hallway was pitch black. You couldn't see anything. But the, the hallway would seem to darken for a brief second and then lighten up again. All I can explain is like if something would pass by and then get out of the way and it lightens up a little bit. But it's so dark. All I can really explain is it got darker and then just got back to the normal darkness. You know, take in mind there's no street lights. There's no light light. There's no night lights on. There's no like ambient light anywhere. The house is pitch black. You know, 1989. You didn't have many electronics to, you know, kind of keep buzzing or stay on at night that you could actually see any blue LEDs or anything like that. So, and again, I shared the room with my sister. So every time that would happen, my habit was to look at her to make sure she was still in the room and it wasn't her coming in and out of the room. You know, if some it's pitch black and somebody goes in and out of the room, you can kind of tell. It's weird, but I, if you've ever seen it or noticed it, you'll know what I'm talking about. So I'd be drifting off and I'd see the darkness just darken up in the hallway and then lighten up again. Happened once, happened twice, happened a third time before I was like, what is, what is going on? But in my brain, I started rationalizing what was going on, you know, so my brain was trying to come to any conclusion of what was happening. So I finally started getting a little weirded out to the point where I was about to wake up my sister. So as I'm like kind of moving the sheets and about to get out of bed, I just see my mom walk in and she's angry. She's frustrated. She's like, which one of you keeps getting up and you're you're making too much noise? I was like, what? What? I go, I was about to wake up Danielle because I didn't know. I, I, did, I thought it was her. I could. I didn't have an. Ex, I didn't. I would go. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. She's like, if you get up again, I swear, I swear. And when mom's talk, when my mom would talk like that to me, I just wouldn't respond. You know better. You're gonna get your butt whooped if you open your mouth. I go, yeah, okay. So I laid back down and I, you know. I just kind of stayed in the sheets. But after she got up, that weird darkness just kind of dissipated. So I was able to go back to sleep. So the following morning, I wake up and I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, 
mom, I, you came in last night. It, it wasn't me getting up. She goes, well, probably your sister. And just, she just kind of left it at that. I go, no, I mean, every time I, I didn't know how to tell her, but I finally told her, I felt like somebody kept walking past the door and kept waking me up too. I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything, but the shadow, I explained exactly what I explained to you guys that the shadow would just get darker. And she kind of stayed quiet and she looked at me like I was like she was staring me dead in the eye, trying to make sure I wasn't making anything up. You know, you know how moms moms are. And I see this like confusion. It went from anger to confusion to her exact words. Oh, shit. Not again. I go, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm not a sharp kid. Well, what do you mean? What do you what are we talking about here? She goes, look, your aunt because our aunt would actually go and babysit us when our parents would go out of town or travel, whatever. My aunt, well, this was such a known thing now that my aunt, when she would go sleep, she only liked to sleep in the living room because she didn't like really sleeping in that bedroom. But she would sleep in the living room and she would face her head away or her head would actually be towards the hallway where she could actually look away from the hallway looking out the window because she didn't want to be sleeping looking at the hallway and I was like well why not my mom goes well your aunt every time she would sleep over originally she used to sleep in our bedroom but she said every time she would be sleeping in the bedroom whether the door was locked or closed or open that she would see somebody about three and a half four feet tall walking into the room all around the side of the bed into the closet and then would walk all the way back out, right back into the hallway. She said it would happen all night long where it was, it happened once she thought she was going crazy and it happened again and she thought she was going crazy until she finally realized there's a little kid or something that comes through the hallway and is walking the hallways and crossing the bed into the closet all night long. And I go, well, Shouldn't you have told this before? I mean, why are you just now tell? I almost started crying. I'm like, I'm tearing up and I'm crying. I'm like, what did you, what did you do? You know, so I start freaking out. She goes, well, no, no, no. She goes, well, when your aunt sleeps in the living room away from the, and looking away from the hallway, she says it doesn't happen. It's only when somebody's staring at the hallway that makes that little kid or that something want to walk the hallways in and out all night long. But as soon as no one's looking, you don't sense it. You don't see it anymore. It's almost like the, the whatever's there wants attention. And when you give him attention, he all night long will keep you up. And I was like, well, maybe maybe that's what I was doing. I go, well, I wasn't intentionally doing it. She goes, well, you were the last one to go to sleep. You were, you know, you were still up and awake. And you're awake enough to give that. He could probably, he was probably observing and watching anybody in the house that could give him attention. So at that point, I'm like, well, mom, thanks, but no thanks, because that's the worst thing you probably could have told a five-year-old. She's like, well, you've already seen it, so I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my goodness. Now, the duration of the time that I lived in that house, I don't really remember anything else that really comes to mind about this, you know, this shadow. Or I never saw anything three feet, four feet, or anything my size. Anytime I would see something, it would just be an overwhelming shadow. But according to my mom, and she said she saw a little kid like run past the hallway once when she was actually sleeping in our room. She was just taking a nap 
And it was the middle of the day. And she said she was sleeping by herself in the house. She took a nap in the bedroom because there was a lot of sunlight in there. And that she remembers to a T. We were supposed to be at school. And she sees somebody pass to the point where she got up to think that someone was already home and walked to the kitchen to start cooking. And then looked at the time and said it was only like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, oh my goodness. She goes, well, it never did anything. It never broke anything. It never, nothing ever went missing. Um, no one was really ever really scared, but uncomfortable to the point where nobody, nobody would ever say it or mention it if they did see something until later on. Now I did, I did finally approach this aunt that used to babysit us. And I asked her, I go, Hey, did you ever see anything in the hallway? She did the, almost the identical thing that my mom did. She kind of stared at me for a second. Like she didn't want to say it. She didn't want to admit it, but she goes, who told you? I go, no. One time I was trying to sleep and it just kept, she goes, it just kept crossing the hallway, huh? It just kept crossing into the kitchen, into the bedroom, into the kitchen, right? I go, yeah. She goes, it would just happen every hour or so, yeah? I go, I don't know if it happened every hour, but I just know it kept waking me up. She goes, yeah. It, even if you're trying to sleep, the presence just kind of shakes you awake. Even if you're dead tired and you're about to fall asleep, she goes, it would always wake me up. It could be three in the morning, four in the morning. And this thing would just cross and, and wake you up. I was like, oh my goodness. So to this day, 208 Norton. Now, never saw anything else. I never, I never saw the kid. So I don't know if this story is just, you know, manifesting my brain now that I'm older or, or what's going on. But just now talking to my aunts and talking to my mom about it, all these little stories that I kind of remember aren't just faulty memories that I've made up. These are memories that are actually part of, you know, my upbringing, part of like my childhood that I slowly started forgetting, but somehow remember certain little things. And then the memory comes rushing back when they confirm or say anything else. So, but that's, that's my little ghost story for now, guys. I'm, I got plenty more of these. You know, I want to just share this with you guys, do a little solo cast. Maybe, maybe you guys liked it. Maybe you didn't. Who knows? But these are all verifiable. You know, I can get, at least I can get my mom on this podcast and she can verify this one story at least, along with a couple of others I have to share for you guys. But uh, I don't know if it was a ghost. I don't know if it was a hyper imagination from everyone, but I do know that I saw the shadow move, but I didn't see anything else. I just saw the shadow's darkness. I cannot explain anything other than that. So if you guys have stories similar to this, you know, everyone tells you there's a ghost, but you never see the ghost, but you have a feeling you might've seen something, you know, the emails in the description, you know, send me an email, let me know what you think, you know, share any ghost stories, you know, you can send a video or a, a audio memo. You know, that's that that'll fit in the Gmail account and send it to me and see what you you have to say and what you have to share. But this is a real life story, guys. I didn't make this up. I have verifiable witnesses that can have, you know, corroborate this this story. So but if you like the story, guys, if you listen on Apple iTunes, please leave me five stars and leave me a review. Say, hey, bad story, good story, whatever it may be. And uh, leave me positive feedback everywhere else you listen to, to podcast. It helps in the algorithm to grow this this podcast if i haven't said podcast thank so thanks again guys for listening tune in next, tune in time. next time for the next episode like thank you subscribe see you soon